Welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast. This week, I talk about finally about the content strategy of my personal brand and the objective behind it. And also, I talk a little bit about the new way to think about Instagram and that you should really fuck followers and uh, it's not anymore about looking at followers. Um, and then a few other topics in terms of like my personality shifts at the moment and looking at the relationships and how it all correlates with that. So let's jump right into this week's episode of the podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast. I mean, <laughs> we got a Monday again. Um, yesterday was a late one again, and I didn't want to record it because I have a lot to talk about, or I think it's a little complex at least, and I wanted to first collect these thoughts to be able to <laughs> state them better right now than it would have happened yesterday. So the first one that I wanted to talk about is the content strategy aka personal brand, which I already mentioned in the last few episodes that I'm currently really unsure. And basically there's not a strategy for me, so I don't have a content strategy. Um, I guess everybody has a personal brand, me as well. Um, but there, there's no strategy for me. And I also mentioned to you that I couldn't really find the time to work that out, but this week I'm going to tackle that. I want to get deeper into my own content strategy, what I'm going to do, what's the what's the plan for me, and that is on all social media platforms, um, and really also what's the objective, and talking a little bit about that. So maybe let's start with asking ourselves, like, what's the gist of a personal brand? Like, there's obviously the things that you can do for other people, so that you create value, and that's maybe the first thing that we could look at with a little more detail because um, people talk about creating value in terms of most of the time it's really only giving information um, through answering questions or giving advice um, or how-to guides, step-by-step um, strategies, whatever. So they give information and that's the value that they create. Um, but I think there is also another type of value that people don't really talk about that much which is motivation and also making people feel good. So if you can brighten their days up, then that's also creating that's also creating value. That's that's sort of like something interesting that I thought about because it's not only in giving information and showing people how to get rich or how to fuck this girl or how to get the house or whatever. Um, giving them advice on photography or whatever it is. Like, there are so many different types of fields. But I think it's not only... You can, you, you're you not only creating value when you give out advice or information. Um, you're also giving out value if you make people feel good. And I think that's something that I need to definitely be aware of when I create this content strategy for my personal brand itself. Um, it's thinking about, like, how do we create value and what kind of value are we going to create and the next thing um, that ties in right into that is like who's the audience that I want to speak to because I have sort of this problem with like how do I present myself uh, on my social channels do I present myself to my clients or to a way younger audience or basically the an audience that is like at the same age as me um, because I'm going to speak to them in a different way that's the basics um, 
of a personal brand, you want to sort of find an audience. Um, but that also doesn't have to necessarily be the case. But that's just something that I ask myself, like, who do I want to speak to? Is it like better to show this picture right now that triggers a bunch of teenagers or um, young people? Or should I be more classical and show myself and showcase uh, my life in a different way that speaks more to a 50 to 60 year old business owner? That's sort of like currently the sort of place where I'm unsure um, in terms of the audience that I'm speaking to or that I want to reach because there's always like sort of these two balances of like you have the audience that you're currently speaking to and then the audience that you want to speak to. So the first one is like what you currently have and the second one is like desire, who you want to speak to, who you want to reach. I mean, you always need to sort of find that balance and I'm currently really unsure of this balance and that's something that I need to get clear on this week in order to be able to create this strategy. Um, and also then we really need to talk about yourself, the motivation behind creating a personal brand. Um, and I think that's really important because there needs to be some sort of objective or at least I think there should be some sort of objective. And honestly, with personal brand, there's most of the time multiple objectives. Um, there's people that just want to become famous, quote unquote. There's people that just want to um, sell shit. So these are like two different types of personal brands because they act differently. Um, but there's also personal brands where they, for example, this would be the case for me, at least that's where I would see myself, is like, this is my CV. So because I'm not really um, educated in a traditional way, that's sort of like where I can create some value, where I can stick out. Um, then obviously um, the popularity and all the advantages you have with being more popular than other people, or at least having a brand in terms of when you look at people, um, let's say there's 100 people in the room, and then there's this one person which has a brand. They're obviously going to stick out, they're going to have more advantages than the 99 other people. And that's sort of like what I'm trying to say here with being more popular than other people. Um, then obviously as well, um, being able to make a living of the things that you want to do. And I think a personal brand can be definitely beneficial for that. Um, and then there's really just a question. When you look at the audience, the question is like, what do you have right now? Like whose attention do you did you gather and also keep? And then the question is like, what are you going to sell to them? And let's say I'm continuing on my social media agency. So I have these clients, um, but my personal brand is not really tying into the social media space um, because, I got, because I got a bunch of teenagers and young people following me that don't have businesses that could become clients for my agency. So the question becomes, how do I capitalize off of those people? Um, and then the question also becomes like, who, what are they interested in? Why are they following me? Like the motivation behind them following me? Um, is it because they see in me um, a source of, source of information for a specific thing? For example, social media, then I would probably sell something like a course or like a coaching. Or is it because they like to get inspired by me and then 
I wouldn't really sell them a course on like social media. You know what I'm saying? So that's sort of the dynamic that's going on here that confuses me a little bit or not confuses me, but um, that makes it not clear because I don't have a strategy. So that's why I'm confused. Um, so that's really the question. Like, what's the objective of the personal brand? And from there, I will be able to... Um, create the actions that I need to take to achieve the results that I want to have with this personal brand. But if there's not a not a clear objective there, um, or even multiple objectives, it's not about only having one. I think it's actually better to focus on one, but I think with the, with a personal brand, you have multiple um, advantages. The question is like, do you divide advantages from the objective so that you have multiple advantages but you optimize so to say for one objective um that's probably a great strategy to create it like that so that's something that i need to get clear on and then the last thing which is sort of funny which i also thought about before um like prepping the strategy work for my personal brand is actually i think it would be the best thing to just document and that pretty much eliminates the entire strategy work because that just means that there's nothing to strategize or create. And that's sort of a different um, angle of looking at it because then it's really all about you. You don't create any personality, you just be yourself. And I feel like that is the greatest um, way to go. I just don't know if it really is. And that's sort of what I mean, I say, I want to create a content strategy and look into the future of my personal brand. That's sort of what I'm talking about this. Like, first of all, the few things that I touched on prior to the document versus create thing. Um, And then the next question becomes, do you just document and don't create, you just document what's going on, who you are, and then the audience that comes to you, you will sell to them, whatever it's going to be. Um, whatever this audience is going to be, and then you're going to be able to sell to them in a certain way. So to create value for them as well as for yourself. Um, so these are sort of like the things that I think about when I when I think about creating a content strategy or really the content strategy is only what is like executing the objective of the personal brand. So I think a better way to state it is I want to find the objective of my personal brand as well as getting clear on how I want to do it, how I want to present myself um, and who it's going to be for. So that's really what's um, coming up this week for me is getting clear on that. And then right after that, obviously starting this journey um, or restarting it because I already have sort of like a personal brand established. Um, the question is just like, how am I going to continue into the future? Um, and then there's also a different dynamic that occurred to me last week, um, which is also which also ties into another topic of this week, which is my interesting personality shifts and the way that I learn different things right now that are really tied into my personality. Um, and that is networking with people. So that's the first thing, networking with people. I think that's such a broad word. And if if you've never done it, if you, for example, if you just watch a YouTube video on networking that you should, someone gives advice that you should network, um, I don't really think that that's practical advice um, because it's just basically like you should do something, but the question is like, what's the motivation behind it? And then how you do it. And if you don't have a motivation, 
you most likely are not going to know how to do it. Um, and that's the sort of situation that I was in. And then I started to literally, and by networking, I basically mean create relationships or not create, you build a relationship on Instagram. And I think that's such an interesting place to think about networking because when you network like in person, you have the limitations of your location and the way that, I don't know, you, maybe if you're a little bit more introverted, it's harder for you. But I think on Instagram, you have so much more power. Obviously in person, um, if you would um, compare them, it, it both have like advantages and disadvantages. But I think with the scale and with the people that you can reach through Instagram, this is a amazing thing to think about Instagram to, and honestly, like, I just thought about that for the majority of people is really fuck followers. It's not about the followers. It's about the, you could have like 3000 followers, but if these are all like people that you network with and that you have built an direct relationship with, I mean, I don't mean through content strategy, uh, sorry, through content. So the way that you present yourself in video form, photo form, whatever, text form. No, I mean, actually like communicating with them. And I think that's an, uh, a, a total different way on looking at Instagram from a personal brand perspective is that it's not really about the actual content. It's way more about building those relationships, having conversations with people and through that creating these, rela- building these relationships. And I, and that's what I think for the majority of people, you should really forget the followers and start networking with people. And because I told you before that I don't really think that network with people is a great advice, I want to maybe clarify that a little bit, what I mean. And basically what I'm saying is that you should text people um, that have the same interests as you, that are where you want to be, um, and just message people and build relationships. And by building relationships, it's basically like having conversations, like jumping into their DMs and just saying, what's up, asking them a couple of questions, tell them a little bit about yourself then, like revealing those things. Um, And I think that's such a great thing that you can do on Instagram, especially right now that they just launched the um, Instagram DM message feature, whatever, like the chats on desktop because I'm really a person that really um, enjoys typing in the keyboard on my Mac way more than on my iPhone, to be honest. And that's why I'm so happy that they finally um, worked around creating this feature of being able to chat on Instagram on the desktop. Um, And, you, you know, like right now, there's really nothing that should hold you off from that. And just, and because I said like that, the question is like, what's the motivation behind these relationships? And that's really, um, I think, dependent on like what you're doing right now. And that's why I maybe want to give an example. So for example, you're studying fashion fashion right now. Um, who you want to network with is people that are in the fashion space and basically people that could help you achieve certain things. Or you could also flip it like 1080 and look for people that you could help. And through that, the mo- what's the motivation behind that? It's basically um, to reach your goals. Um, and it's I think it's a little bit difficult because people could take that in a wrong way that you 
network with people just to benefit yourself. But that's basically the gist of it. I think there's not enough people that talk about this. Um, but also, it's not only to benefit yourself. Obviously, you want to benefit yourself. You want to reach certain goals. Um, and that can help you with that if you create, sorry, <laughs> I always say create. I mean, build relationships with people that could help you along the way. And I'm not saying that this is a one-sided thing. You could also help them in the same way. And actually, the best strategy to connect with people and to network with people is to help them achieve their dreams. Because then you can ring them up like five years later down the line and say like, hey, could you help me with this? And it could be a small thing for them, but a huge thing for you in the future. And that's where you where you never know like what's going to come around the corner. And that's why it's a great investment to start to network. And basically what I say is build relationships and become friends with more people on Instagram. That's basically what I'm saying, like stepping out of your comfort zone and just messaging people that you are interested in. So that's also a different dynamic of looking at Instagram and what people call a personal brand. I think that's really interesting. And with the certain objectives that you have, it might be enough to just have an Instagram with a few photos and stuff where you post um, really rarely, but looking at it way more from a perspective of networking, because I think Instagram is really a great place for that because you just have it on scale and you can reach so many people that you just can't really reach in person. Um, and then lastly, or not lastly, but um, the update, I wanted to give a quick update on the problem solving of my social media agency um, in terms of the outreach that I'm doing, in terms of actually having a strategy there. And that's going sort of great. I don't want to give away too much because I really want to solve it first and then talk about it when it's basically become a habit and when it's an implemented strategy that is on a daily basis and that is working and running. Um, But I just wanted to give you an update that that's getting better. And maybe just for anybody that is going through really anything in terms of like work, if you have any piece of work that you are stuck with, um, I think one thing that I definitely learned is to, that's the most important thing that is to stick with it and try to focus on it in a heavily way. So by saying that you're going to shut down any other work that's not necessary. So for example, client work would be something that is necessary because you can't really shut that off because you most of the time probably want that money. Um, But any other things like that is working on the business, shutting that off and focusing on one single thing helps you overcoming those resistance points. And I think that's really an important thing when it comes to, and that could be creative work, that could be business work, that really almost, I think, could be anything. Anything that that you don't do because you're sort of avoiding it because it's not super comfortable, you don't like it, you don't, you're unsure on how to do it. Um, it's important if you want, if you want the end result, it's important to focus in on it and go through it. And I think it, I'm not really super efficient with giving advice on what I really want to say. And that's maybe my, why I would need someone to interview me about this topic um, or ask me questions. That's what I'm trying to say um, that could, I maybe I could help you then better with what I'm trying to say, but maybe you sort of got the gist of it. So, and the way I could maybe share the story, the way I, um, got so much further with um, the problem solving was by watching a video about a guy that is writing a script for a movie and he was basically talking about writer's block it's pretty 
pretty sure that everybody knows about it. For the people that don't know, in short sentence, the writer's block is basically for the people that write stories. And after 30 to 50 pages, but it really could be in any point of the story, they, they, res- they, they feel resistance. They get in front of a hurdle and they can jump across it. So they write 30, 40 pages and then all of a sudden they, they are blank. They don't know what to do. They're completely confused and they're, they're in this miser- miserable situation where they just can't continue. And that's basically what he was talking about. And he um, he's giving advice to people that write um, scripts for or stories in general. I think it's um, really diverse with him. And he gave the advice to many people that they should just continue the script. It doesn't matter how how bad it is, how um, how ugly the entire story is, how they write. It doesn't matter. The important thing is that you have something on the page that you finish through, whatever. It could be like, so for example, you could think of it like this. You write the perfect script um, until 45 pages and then you're just stuck. You can't continue. You don't know what to do and you're confused. And his advice was basically write a shitty story until the end. So after the the perfect story that you just wrote and you now can continue, it's better to write a shitty story than to don't write a story. And that is obviously the case because if you don't have a story if you can't continue um questions like what's the point of it so it's better to have a shitty story first than to have no story and what he's saying then is like once you finish the script you just go back into it and you optimize you look for things that you don't like um and then it's way easier because you already sort of paved the way and now you can optimize and see like what's working and what's not working and i think that was such an such a great insight for me that helped me with continuous problem solving for example by just writing an email and not really thinking about in a major way of like oh how they're going to react to this how are they going to just just writing an email you know what i'm saying <laughs> like um and because i think that that's what a lot of people these days because we have so much um, information or at least access to a lot of information we know a lot of things but it's a different thing to do than to know something and actually knowing something can sometimes in this case for example get us in the way of doing it because then we're like thinking about okay i need to be i am aware of this and that's why i need to be conscious of like the decision that i'm making and not just write down a whole page and send it out but sometimes it's actually just better to write a page and send it out because the alternative for you would be that you're so confused you never done it before that you don't send it out and then it's obviously better to send something out than to send nothing out and that's pretty obvious but i think getting that perspective and also from a funny perspective um getting that from a person that is writing a script and seeing the absolute similarities or basically seeing that it's the same fucking thing um was super interesting and maybe um this little um anecdote right here could help you understand what i'm going through right now and maybe also give you help if you are going to a similar situation um and that's pretty much the update on the problem solving for the agency um and the last thing i mean like i talked about the interesting personality shifts um that is first of all being able to or like learning really learning how to network with people how to have conversations and on Instagram with people that you don't know 
that's something that I'm definitely learning at the moment by doing it and making the mistakes. Um, and also, again, going through the points of resistance that I just touched on. Um, that's one personality shift. Then I discovered that I was being needy um, with certain persons in certain relationships. Um, and I was that was called out by someone. Um, so by g getting advice from a video, so not by someone in person that actually experienced it, um, but from someone from a video. Um, and that's also something being aware of not being needy with people and not annoying them. There is also an interesting personality shift that's going on with me at the moment. Um, and also with the relationships that I have in my life, I'm understanding what I want from them and how I want to live out these relationships is an interesting um, shift currently, or actually more being aware of it. It's not really a shift. It's like being aware of it in a other sense for the first time. Um, and that's sort of what's going on with me right now as well. And then also we're moving out. My brother and me, we want to move out. And that's sort of interesting because my dad... Um, and actually my entire family um, is deeply into real estate and I know a lot about it and we really don't know a lot about it. <laughs> um, and obviously moving out, you have to look for an apartment. And when we were looking for one, um, we were just looking for the pictures and looking like what's suiting you, suiting us in the best way, at least we thought would be suit us in the first, in the best way. But what they made us more aware of is looking at the financial um, part of things and also like on what's going on behind the scenes. And that made us aware of such a broader space of looking at a um, new apartment. So they were basically looking for only the numbers and we were looking only for the pictures, basically. So I would look at the picture of an apartment and see the price and say like, oh, you know, that's low too pricey. Maybe, maybe we should go for something else. So I really would like to have this apartment. Um, let's see how we can come up with, with the money. Um, and the other perspective of my family would, for example, be we're looking for this price that is like, 10% um, under the minimum of the city right now, of the average of the city. Um, and then we're also looking for um, these certain things that are correlated with financial um, numbers. And that's an interesting perspective shift going from looking at images only to looking only at the price. And then from there, basically the strategy is to look at both. And then it's basically perfect. So you search out for the price that you can afford, that you want to afford, maybe the savings that you could have by going um, with a lower price apartment. And then you search for the images, for the apartment itself. Does it have the requirements for me to be a good apartment? Um, and that was an interesting um, shift in terms of thinking about real estate in general, like learning more about it, and now also looking for a place to stay. So that's sort of what's going on right now. And like just in the way that I just mentioned to you, that's the way that we're looking for apartment right now. And that takes some time. It's not just looking out, looking through these um, platforms for the first two pages and looking for the best pictures. Now it's actually looking deeper into the decision that you're going to make, which is a fin financial decision and also just literally your life because 
you spend most of the time probably in this apartment, at least for me, especially because I work from home. Um, so it's an important decision and it's, it doesn't have to be made in a few hours. It can take a few days and it's, I think it's actually better if it takes a few days because then you can look deeper into it. So in terms of what's coming up this week, I just mentioned to you before, I think, um, getting a clear view of the objective of my personal brand and from there, um, whatever it's going to come out of there um, is creating sort of like this content strategy of like what I want to put out, what I'm going to share. Um, and earn that continuing con- the continuation basically of the problem solving for the agency um, and from there building a habit to implement the strategy and that's pretty much what's going to come up this, w- this week what's planned I don't know any other things um, but there's probably going to be a bunch of other shit going on <laughs> so that's what's coming up this week um, and that's pretty much it for this week's episode of the podcast Um, We didn't actually have that many topics, I think, but in the topics that I um, talked about, I hope that you could, or I could (laughs) say them in a, or tell them to you in an understandable way, and also create some value through being able to maybe give a little bit of advice, or like the way that I think about it right now, and I hope that brought you a little bit of value in terms of understanding what I'm trying to talk about. So thanks for listening to this week's episode of the podcast and we're going to see us in the next week. Bye.